0: Good afternoon and good evening. My name is Joel Tilke and I am your host, if you do not know, of Sleep Stories and Meditation. This episode is about sleep. How to get to sleep, stay asleep for the whole night. As a side note, I took a small vacation here and I went to a place not that far away from me, but it had no cell service, no internet, and... It was hard for a couple days, but I can tell you it totally revitalized me and reset my patterns. So I absolutely recommend getting out of town, even if it's a short trip. And I realize that might be a tall proposition for some of you not having all of those amenities of the Internet. But I can tell you I brought books and spent a lot of time reading, and it really made such a difference. So before I get into the sleep suggestions or sleep hacks, whatever you want to call them, make sure you follow, like, and leave comments. It's really important to hear your feedback and to share this with your friends. If you think it'll make a difference for them, because we want to keep bringing you topics that are important to you. So please support and follow. I also want to give a shout out to uh, my Australian friends. We have so many supporters there and, uh, really appreciate you. To a listener and loyal fan who reached out to me, her name is Lori D. And her question is, if I was hypnotized, would you make me cluck like a chicken? And the answer is, not unless you paid me a lot to do it. Okay, that's my little joke. But it's funny, uh, a lot of people ask me that question, will you make me cluck like a chicken? And... I got to tell you, I have no real good reason to do that. Like I said, if you asked, I guess we could. But one of the misconceptions about hypnotists or hypnosis or hypnotherapy is that we'll make you do funny, crazy things that you have no control over. That's more related to stage hypnosis, but that really is about entertainment rooted in great hypnosis and great hypnotists do it. As a clinical hypnotherapist, it's pretty straightforward. Really, if I were to break it down in a very short, short explanation, that br- relaxation that you do, it's, it's a process of relaxing you, using your imagination, so you'll go into a heightened state of focus, and that's where the subconscious mind comes in, and that's where the change happens. Like I said, if you want me to make you cluck like a chicken, I guess I could. Now, on to the topic at hand, sleep. Sleep is one of the most important things that we can get and do for our body. It affects every part of our lives, our health, our well-being. Getting a good night's sleep, as we know, it's it's pretty dang essential. It can be difficult to get the rest that you need when you struggle with stress or anxiety, depression. That's what we're going to discuss. I'm going to give you some hacks that will help you in your sleeping process, and more importantly, getting ready for sleep and the setup before that. So humans have evolved along with our sleep habits over many thousands of years. And in the past, we slept when it was dark and we woke up when it was light. But in today's world, we are constantly, I guess you'd say, bombarded with artificial light from TVs, computers, phones, streetlights. All of these things, it can disrupt your natural sleep rhythm. And it'll make it difficult for you to get a good night's sleep. Now, there's some good news to this. And there's some simple things you can do to help you get that sleep you need. Now, there's something that isn't talked about a lot, or we don't necessarily put into our normal everyday vernacular. And that's the circadian rhythm and how it affects your sleep. So that rhythm or circadian rhythm, it's a 24-hour cycle. And it governs our sleep-wake cycles. Our exposure to light and darkness, it it regulates it. When it's dark, our bodies produces melatonin, and that's a hormone that makes us sleepy. In the morning, when it's light, our body actually stops producing that melatonin, and we wake up. This is the natural cycle that can be disrupted by artificial light from electronics, TVs, phones, all of those different things. The blue light emitted from these devices suppresses melatonin production and it makes it harder to fall asleep at night. So to get better sleep, it's important to limit your exposure to this artificial light. In the evening time, uh, give your body time to produce melatonin before bedtime. You can also try wearing those blue light blocking glasses. I've never tried them, but I've heard good things and read good things. Now I sleep in a very cold room I would think uh, nightly and it's probably 68 degrees and that works for me but I keep a nice blanket there um, that I will put over me as I start to go into that uh, deeper sleep and there's a few reasons why lower temperatures can help you sleep first our bodies naturally cool down as we sleep the lower room temperature it can mimic that natural cooling process that we've generated over generations generated over generations. There you go. And that process, it it does make us fall asleep quicker. I have a very cool room, like I said, and probably like a bear who goes into hibernation. I find for myself that's true, but I've also spoke to other sleep experts and that cooler temperature helps improve that quality of sleep. And study have shown that people who sleep in a cooler room tend to have less fragmented sleep and wake up feeling more rested. Noise can disrupt sleep, and if you're a light sleeper or if you have kids in the house or your partner sleeps at different hours, I would try getting earplugs. They help drown out that excess noise. And you can even try noise-canceling earbuds, but understand that that's connected to your phone and it can cause other sleep difficulties just by having that device near you. If you have a partner who snores at night and keeps you up, I think earplugs really are a good solution. aromatherapy. Those essential oils, they can really help. Studies show that certain scents have a soothing effect on the body. Rosemary is one scent that's proven to aid in inducing sleep because it acts as an alpha brainwave inducer, which means your brainwaves will slow down and you'll start to feel sleepy. There's also lavender, sandalwood, jasmine. There's more. I, I would recommend try them out first. If the smell annoys you, it's not going to help you sleep. So make sure that you test the scents and you find out something that's going to work for you at bedtime. Now, here's something I use and I find very helpful. And I, my clients, I recommend it to them. Having a red light at night and there's red light therapy that will help you sleep. But I have red LEDs, and they go into an orange glow. That mimics our old, ancient self, uh, where we used to sleep by campfires, and we'd have that orange glow. Also, it mimics the sunset, which tells our body it's time to go to sleep. And that starts to produce that natural melatonin. Exposure to that red light before sleep or even during sleep can prevent that groggy feeling or that fog that you feel in your head in the morning, and that's called sleep inertia. There's a study that shows that exposure to red light had participants feeling more alert, concentrated, and when they woke up, they also experienced a lot better and more restful sleep. They perform better in cognitive tests. And if you're interested, there are a lot of studies that you can look at. Exposing you to that red light just doesn't help with sleep. It also relaxes your muscles. It has an overall calming effect, and it helps release the tension in the body and the muscles, and that relaxation, it contributes to a better sleep. Taking a hot bath. Hot bath can promote sleep by raising your body temperature and then cooling it down. This temperature change helps signal to your body that it's time to sleep. Heat from the bath can also help relax the muscles and ease any pain or tension that you're feeling. Finally, find yourself a nice audiobook or podcast, something like sleep stories or meditation. But honestly, hypnosis is a great way to fall asleep. Gray noise, pink noise, white noise. Make sure if you do hypnosis, you find somebody with a soothing, chocolatey voice. Somebody that will help you fall asleep, that has a nice cadence. But seriously, hypnosis and meditation are highly effective in helping you sleep. Make sure if you're listening on your phone that you do put on a sleep timer. I think it's really important to make sure that you let yourself go into that deep sleep so you wake up feeling the best you. That's it for now. Have a great evening. Namaste.